Okay, hey everybody. This is so weirdish to me being on video. I'm so used to like not really even having to get ready ish. I just did a little quick blush, little mascara, some lip balm. I was like, oh, maybe a little sweater. Um, so <laughs> if you're listening to this episode only or like not watching the video, cool, cool. But if you're here with me and you're watching the video, which I promise is going to be helpful in a couple of minutes because the main reason I chose to do video formatting for this episode is because I'm going to be sharing some of my favorites. And I just want you to see what I'm talking about. Like, it's one thing if I tell you what my favorite food is at this place and like you're imagining it and you're like okay when I go to the grocery store like I'll know it when I see it no you won't not really and so <laughs> I was like I just want to add a visual aid also it just kind of it feels more personable I'm a big fan of like a little video this is like my easy way of YouTubing but not YouTubing I don't know how else to explain it but I'm really glad to have a visual aid here today um, if you like it, please let me know. I'd be super glad to do it again because this hasn't been like, it hasn't been an insane amount of effort. <laughs> Even if it was and you guys loved it, I would do it for you. But, um, it's no big. So if you absolutely love this format and want me to do it again, I guess sometimes it varies on topic too. Because I'm telling you, this is kind of helpful. Sometimes I sit here and I make some facial reactions that are just... You had to be there to see it and it just gets lost because you can you just hear silence and so maybe you'll get to know me a little better get to know my facial reactions and whatnot and what have you but yeah without further ado we're presenting this episode okay hold on y'all I got something for this where's my little media board <laughs> without further ado we are presenting this. Please, please everyone. Please, please, please. <laughs> okay, I'm done, I'm done. Um, but yeah, uh, there's a couple of things I wanted to talk about. This is mostly just like, it's just girl chat. You know, if you're a fella and you're here, I mean, welcome. You might benefit off of some of these favorites or some of the things that I'm going to say, because I'm going to talk about rejection, might throw in a little pep talk here or there. I ask the Lord to grace this, because I'm like, I don't know. I'm just trying to do what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, But yeah, this is just kind of like our little girl chat era, era, hour. Sorry, this little piece of hair on this clip, bro. All right, we move. Okay, heavier things first, I guess, and then we can have more fun later. Um, let's talk rejection. I have no show notes for this at all. This is just going to be off the dome. Some experiences, what I'm learning right now. I had an experience not too long ago that... I don't know. The only way to explain it is that I just felt like every ounce of healing that I had done up until this point felt like it got legitimately ripped out of me and thrown into the depths. I was like, what happened? Like we did so, we were doing so well. And um, 
I don't know, it's said all the time, and even by people close to me, even by teachers, they're like, healing obviously is not linear, and just because you're triggered by something does not mean that all the work that the Lord has done in your heart is just nothing. Because I even went to inner healing, um, which if you've heard of Sozo, it's kind of like that, but I don't really know how else to explain it. That's probably what it's most akin to. And I got so much breakthrough, and I'm still eating that fruit. It is still bearing good fruit in my life, but it was just very striking and off-putting to me how quickly it felt like everything that I learned, um, everything that the Lord revealed to me, revelation of himself, um, and addressing rejection in my heart, it just felt like it all disappeared. Like, I literally couldn't see. And so I told my friends, I was like, be praying for me. Because in January, I had like a really weird, I think I've literally talked about this on this podcast at least twice, but this really weird spiral emotionally um, that stemmed from rejection. And I'm getting a lot better at managing it because a, some of it catches you off guard and some of it like is a choice. Like if you want to sit down and just let it fester and feel bad for yourself. And um, sometimes, yeah, like it's not to be flippant about it whatsoever. But personally, there are times where I'm like, you're definitely drawing this out. And other times where it just hits me like a semi truck and like I feel completely out of control of my emotions and things that would ideally feel like a mustard seed feel like a sequoia tree um, within my chest. And so anyway, um, had a weird experience and I had a couple of thoughts. Thoughts, these have been developing over like the last year or so. Um, hmm, where exactly do I want to go from there? I just wanted to say that this is coming from somebody who felt particularly jaded about this whole thing. Like, I'm not the really pep talk girly to be like, your hiddenness is just the best thing in the world and you need to embrace it and never feel rejected like sometimes the re rejection like I believe that rejection is protection I really do um I think there's just a lot of layers to that <laughs> and um ugh, I think the Lord knows people individually let's just say that and I know that he knows people individually and that he interacts in their lives in this way this doesn't sound like it's making sense. I'm about to try and make it make sense. For the longest time, I would look and say, how can rejection just be the Lord's protection if there are girls in the church who literally get like swept up and married within months and I've just felt like I've been walking around Jericho. <laughs> My mom, if she heard me right now, she's probably like, Rebecca, please, because I'm 22. And it's, you know, it said, like, you have so much time. It's like, honestly, you know, I don't think I want to be married right now. But at 22, when you feel like you're kind of in your prime and you're feeling cute and, like, no one around you is really like, wow, like, Rebecca's so pretty. I wish I could date Rebecca, whatever. Like, it's part ego, to be quite frank. I'm not going to sit here and lie because it's like, if you're not ready to, like, hurry up and get married it's like why do you want 52 men in the church to think you're pretty and it's like okay what's well, ego no and the lord's working on me but <laughs> there is this weird part that's like 
why are you not doing that? And it really, the enemy had a field day with my mind. And this, like, over, like, a couple of months, then the Lord would speak truth. I believe the truth until something, like, completely hits me in the left field. And I'm like, are you sure that's what's going on, Lord? Because the Lord knows, we're going back to the topic of how each person is wired. I have friends who can casually date, like, not, like, in an ooga-booga type way, like a, you know, you know, just be it outside. But, like, if a guy, and they find out the man loves the Lord, ask them on a date, like, they can just go. And if it doesn't work out, like, they're not damaged. <laughs> hey, me? <laughs> By the time I sense that, this is where, like, the whole guarding your heart thing comes in. But it's this very weird balance because... I don't want to go on a date with somebody that I couldn't see a future with. And so I'll be like, yeah, I don't really want to go out with this guy. I don't really see, like, a future there. And it's like, Rebecca, just go. Like, I'm like, well, why? <laughs> and so there's there's differing opinions. And there's this weird balance of, like, oh, I'm not supposed to be planning out my whole life with him. But in my head, I kind of am. Because before I even go out, because I know, and the Lord knows, that I wear my heart on my literal sleeve and I just, I'm like a cliff diver in, in the whole, like, feelings arena. You like me, I like you, okay, it's a wrap. We're gonna run this thing until the wheels fall off, and if they don't, great. And so that's why rejection, it is a bad, bad thing for me because I was telling my mom about this the other day. I'm like, mom, there is nothing worse than being, like, a certified lover girl and just not being loved at least in a non-platonic, non-familial sense. And it's crazy because I'm loved platonically. I have the best friends in the world. I'm loved family-wise. And I'm like, okay, Mr. Man. And where's the Mr. Man? And so it's just this constant wrestling with the Lord. And the Lord has spoken to me mightily about my future with marriage and literally like my kids, whatever, prophetic words, different things. And you think that I would just stand on them, but it's so hard. Because it's like, in the in the supernatural, the Lord has this beautiful book of my life. It's already been written. I'm living out my days. So when he tells me that something's going to happen, it's finalized. Like, it's in there. If he's like, you're going to have this many kids with this white picket fence, whatever. Okay. Okay. I can trust his word. But in the natural... No one's asking me out. Like, I'm like, mm, maybe. And so the enemy was like, <laughs> I'm about to mess her up from the floor, bro. I'm going to make her think that she's just not desirable altogether. This is going to be fun. And so I get into this spiral. I'm like, wait. So if everyone that I've ever liked for the most part has not liked me back and I'm watching like who's getting courted and who's not, I'm like, hmm. I don't really like, and the enemy's like, yeah, watch that. And and look at this too. She's a lot quieter than you are. Have you noticed that? And I'm like, hmm, okay, I mean, a point is being made right now. He's like, and have you noticed she's a lot smaller than you are and she's shorter? And do you see her hair like that? She's everything you're not. Maybe you're just not desirable. And I and it's so extreme. Because if you, if somebody else came to me and told me that was their rationale, I'd be like, what are you literally talking about? Like, you are amazing. You are God-crafted. You are kind, beautiful, smart. Like, if I could see for anybody else, 
But the enemy comes to me and then he's like, yeah, you're just not it. And I'm like, oh. and it's crazy because I was telling my homegirl is at church yesterday. I'm like, for myself, if you ask me, do I love me? I'm like, yes, I honestly think that I am kind and I think I'm intelligent. I think I'm witty. I think I care about people. I do think I'm really beautiful. Like I'm not, there are some things I'm like, mm, that could be different. That could be different. But like, I'm comfortable with me. And so to think, like, it's to think that that might literally never be valued by somebody else based on that literal handful sample interactions that I've had with men over the last couple of years, um, that really mattered at least, um, it's kind of crazy. Like, talking about it out loud, thanks for processing with me, you guys, <laughs> like, it sounds ridiculous. And if you're feeling these things, like, I don't say it to be, like, um, to be obtuse towards your feelings, but it's just like... Hmm. Okay, babes. Like, let's let's reel it in. And so, anyway, a couple of things about rejection. I really think that there's preservation in that, especially the Lord knowing that I'm somebody who wears my heart on my sleeve. Why would He just let me be walking around dating anybody, and then when it doesn't work out, like the damage is gonna be a lot worse than if we just never went out. So He's like, as for this child, no. And I'm driving around sobbing. I'm like. <laughs> And you're just gonna watch me suffer. <laughs> and you're not gonna have my pity party, right? And I felt like the internal voice of God rattle me as if my situation was being spoken of in the throne room. And because I'm really making an accusation against the Lord, and He has grace and mercy, but the sternness in His tone, I was like, my fault! My fault! Because <laughs> I'm sitting there, I'm like, you don't, like, do you care? Like, you're just going to sit here and watch me suffer with this. Da, 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 da. You're going to watch me feel undesirable. Da, da, da. As if the Lord hasn't literally addressed that many times. So it was, it was a silly accusation to begin with. But I hear this, like, internal voice of the Lord shake me to my core. And it's like, he's saying, let her feel it. This isn't going to kill her. This is, like, unto my glory. And I just got whacked, like glory just cracked through my window and sat in the car and the fear of the Lord was in there because it's like, my life isn't my own. Like if I have to, this is a minor affliction. If I have to sit down here and feel like nobody wants me, which is false. The Lord's, it's not like the Lord's like, yeah, let her believe the lies. But like I'm feeling what I'm feeling and he's not quite taking it away because he knows it's not unto my destruction. He's like this when she's at her wedding and she looks in the corner and sees the man that I gave her, this very moment will be unto my glory. And I'm okay with that. And I said, Lord, you know what? I'm okay with that too. I like a testimony. Get your glory. If this isn't unto wiping me out and you said that you have a future for me that has hope and, 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 and uh, for hope in a future, so it is settled, Abba. And so... Again, like, that's just a small glimpse into, like, some of the things that <laughs> that God and I kind of just have out when I feel rejected. Even, like, t one or two years ago, but yeah, probably two now, we're in 23, I was driving around, probably once again feeling rejected, um, and I was like, Lord, I need you to help my unbelief, because you're telling me that, like, this is going to be this beautiful life, like a beautiful marriage in this sense. And I'm like, I just need you to help my unbelief because right now I just don't believe that this even like exists for me. Okay, I'm driving. I'm going to pick up my mom from work. I don't, I seldom listen to the radio. I have my little FM transmitter 
And this day I'm listening to the radio. Levi Lusk goes on the radio and he's like, something, something, Isaac and Rebecca. I said, Ear. he said, the Lord cares about your love story. It's not just about like, and, and I'm paraphrasing it here. He's like, it's not just about like just getting married and whatever. Like this is a, a love story that is unto legacy. That's for the glory of the Lord. And I said, oh. I'm, I feel particularly addressed in this car. And so I, ra I rose in Ebenezer. Part of the car, I'm like, oh, thank you, Lord, in my voice memo. I'm like, thank you, Lord. And I'm, I'm recording this for my wedding. And I've, I'm kind of like compiling a couple things. I'm not going to tell y'all too much, but I'm compiling. In faith. But anyway, I'm like, if you're at my wedding and you're hearing this, it's because the Lord did exactly what he said he's going to do. And so the Lord creates these opportunities for my, for my faith to be strengthened and all these things. But... Oh, Jesus, Jesus Christo, I'm telling you, oh, rejection is just a very weird thing. It can just watch out for the ploy of the enemy to just magnify everything. He's such a liar, tells the same lies from day one, just terrible guy. Um, <laughs> And so I just pray in the name of Jesus, even for you and for me that um we will see those lies coming from a mile away because friend yeah did the lord promise everybody a beautiful marriage and a white picket fence no he didn't it's just life but if he's telling you that he's trustworthy in this arena and knows that it's the desire of your heart let it not be said of us that we don't believe him God has come through. I'm telling you, this is so weird for me because I have faith for like every other arena of my life. As soon as it comes into the romance department, I'm like, can you do that, Lord? Because I start accounting for free will. I'm like, okay, great. Maybe he's wonderful. We get down the aisle. Hallelujah. Ten years later, I'm not enough for the dude. Now what? And the Lord, I was expecting like some sweet, frilly answer that was like, he will never cheat on you. I don't know. Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. But what the Lord started addressing, he's like, we got to get deeper than that, baby. Like, because he's addressed that before when I was younger in my faith. He's like, I'm not going to give you someone who seeks to destroy you. I'm omniscient. I know the the end from the beginning and vice versa. I know the still at the back of my hand is not in my business to give anything like that to you. But the more matured I got in my faith when I could probably like handle hearing this, He's like, and what if he does? Your your business is to find your all in me. So that if one day that man does wake up, God forbid, and just wows out, you're not going to die. You won't crumble. You will come out standing because you chose the greater portion. You found your all in me. So if free will comes into this equation and somebody isn't doing what they're supposed to, you included... It's like, you're not going to die because you will come out of the wilderness, like in Song of Solomon, leaning on your beloved, and you'll live, laugh, love. And so now that's what I've been leaning into because that's the part that my older sanctified heart can handle. I'm like, oh yeah. If you told me that when I was 18, I'd be like, bro, forget about it. <laughs> what do you mean? There's a chance that this is, because I lived... For years thinking, if I do this Christian dating thing the right way, if I just, whatever, and I do it by God's standards, hurt will never come to me in my marriage. I can't find 
the verse. Trials and tribulations come. And I'm not saying this to be like, prepare your heart in case you get cheated on or betrayed. No, don't. don't. Listen, your preparation for that, our preparation for anything, for marriage, the good, the hard parts, and everything in between is just to find our all in Christ. We're not finding our all in our husband. The husband's not finding his all in us. Like, it's just... We are two people fully whole in the Lord who are coming together for God's glory. That's a wrap. And and for sanctification and unto holiness and do, do, do. like but the biggest part here is to find our all in God. That's wraps. Cool? Do we want to do a little transition here? So that's all. Um, I'm having way too much fun with the soundboard, but for rejection, I don't know. Um, hmm. I can just feel like the father's heart for it. It's like, I can't imagine entirely how much it must like hurt his heart as a father, at least on, like, I can imagine for myself to sit down and literally hate on myself and be like, what if everything that I am is the very reason that I'm still single? Then what? And he's just like, no, 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 no. And um, he's patient and he's a healer. And when you get triggered, it doesn't mean you're not healed. It just means something's coming up in a way that you didn't expect it to. And that can be addressed as well. And it's not going to kill you. Take it from me. You don't have to get jaded. You don't have to harden your heart. You don't have to hate every guy who doesn't have a crush on you. People have a right to want who they want. You've probably looked at somebody before and been like, oh, I'm so good on that. It's okay. There's, I'm not going to make it um, strict strict theory here or like, be like you know, there is somebody for everybody. I don't, I don't know. Hear from the Lord for your life. And then when he speaks, take his word to the bank and don't let the enemy steal from you. And don't let him make you feel like you're not enough. You, if the Lord's telling you that you're going to be loved by the right person, trust. You will. But above all else, we're loved by him. And that rejection shouldn't, it, it doesn't have to impact us the way that it has in the past. Because there's a great high priest who is not unable to sympathize with us in all of these things. And he was also rejected by man and accepted by God in the same way. We're sometimes we're rejected by man, but we're accepted by God as his own. And the more we meditate on that, the more healing that comes. And we start to really, really believe it is truth. Um, and so, yeah, don't let rejection beat you up. Don't let it eat your lunch. Don't let it have your dinner. And definitely don't let it have your breakfast burrito. But, um... Yeah, you're beautiful, you're lovely, you're kind, you're smart, you are you're God-fearing girly. Live, laugh, love, and let the Lord be God and sort out all the romance stuff in that department later. Because what's so crazy about it is like, I don't want it to be said of any of us that we just spent half of our singleness just wanting to get out of it. Like, enjoy yourself. Go to coffee shops with your friends, go get dressed up, go to dinner, read a book, read the Bible, start a podcast, I don't know, but don't get bored boredom is a really bad playground i hate it the enemy starts just playing with your mind and gets you to do weird stuff um just live in the lord let him listen bro i'm talking to myself too but just live in the lord 
let him bring the guy. Fortunately, we're in a position. The Lord had to actually rebuke me for this the other day because I was like, sometimes I just wish that, you know, it's so it's so much harder as a girl because if you like a guy, you know, like, it it's not really, like, you know, smiled upon to, like, tell the guy. They're like, let the man pursue. And I'm sure there are many women who have, like, told their now husbands, 15 years happily married, that they were interested, and I love that for them. But as for me and me, I'm kind of, I've decided, I'm like, I'm just not doing it. Um, never again, personally. And so, it's like, oh, Lord, I could just say something. And it's like, the Lord's like, you're in a wonderful position to be pursued and to be pursued rightly and let one of my sons that I train to treat you well, treat you well. Please. And I was like, you know what, bestie, that is so true. That is so right. I want to be pursued. But you just don't see it often. And so once again, in the supernatural, it surely exists. It's happening. But in, in the in the natural that I'm seeing, I'm like, where is it? it? <sighs> anyway, that's kind of all on rejection because we still haven't done these favorites. And so it's going to be like a rapid fire. Um, so <laughs> if you have any questions or if you want to talk about Walking through rejection, singleness, waiting, da-da-da-da-da. Um, I'm going to leave a question box. And I'm also going to say follow the Untu, uh, at the Untu podcast and feel free to DM me if you want to get more personal. Actually, just do that. And then if you do the question box on Spotify, you may have to leave your email address or something because I don't know how to respond to that. Unless it's like another episode and then it's like another rejection episode <laughs> answering those. But anyway, you know where to find me. And so without further ado. It's time for favorites. Alright y'all, I literally, I have opened up my freezer and, and take opened up my fridge in my freezer, taken things out of it in the name of this right here. But I'm going to start with... Uh, Oh, Jesus, what to do, what to do, what to do. Let's start with things that enter our body. Okay. This right here, your new favorite eight, nine minute meal. Put a little packet of Trader Joe's brown rice in the microwave, three minutes. Use half the bag, really, with some of this Mandarin chicken. It is the Trader Joe's Mandarin orange chicken. It is so good. It is so it's kind of alarming. The amount of times that I eat this probably on a weekly basis is just questionable. But it's honestly not terrible for you. I'm very much of a nutrition facts girly. And if I read something and a percentage on a daily value is just way too high, I probably just scrap the food altogether. But that's just me. But um, I really, 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 really enjoy this chicken. I like that it's a quick meal. I'm all about a quick meal. Um, I'm not in like my slow French cooking era quite yet. I do it maybe once or twice a year, but when I've had a day and it's six o'clock and I just need something in my stomach immediately, I, I opt for that. Um, and so yeah, I really, really like that. Tra again, that's the Trader Joe's Mandarin Orange Chicken. Also at Trader Joe's and Target, really Whole Foods, um, Fresh Market, anywhere you can find, um, Health Aid Kombucha. The flavor that I'm literally raving about at this point of my life is the Citrus Immune Boost. <sighs> I know some of my homegirls are listening to this right now screaming because there is no, they know, there is no, we talk about this, I feel like at least once every two weeks. As soon as somebody drinks one, we're like, because why, why is it so good? This stuff tastes like 
if you've ever had those emergency packets, but like an emergency packet soda version. And so it's just, I don't know how to explain it. It's just so good. I love drinking that, especially with like a little mandarin chicken meal. It just kind of goes crazy. Last two things that go inside the body. Um, take supplements, okay? Please, please. I'm not going to say promise me, but I would love for you to take a supplement. It's good for you. <laughs> um, I started taking them early or late last year, and the amount of times I've gotten sick has just gone down. Down, 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 down. And so I don't know if that's just because I'm asking Lord to touch my body every day to not let it be affected by sickness around me because I feel like oh my goodness people are just sick all the time and that used to be me I'd probably get sick a, like a handful of times a year and that's just a little much because my best friend is like never sick and I'm like what do you do but she just eats really well and so my version of trying to achieve that right now is supplements and so um there's a couple that I take I do take like a um like this kind of, I think it's a cod liver oil one that has like vitamins A, D, E, omega-3s inside of it. I don't know how I've seen that impact my life yet, but I two that um, are tried and true. I also started taking cloves. My dad sent me that, and I don't really know what I'm what what that one's doing either. But these two, they're from the brand new chapter. I'm gonna try and link what I can. I don't know how much of this stuff is linkable. But it's called the new chapter, One Daily Every Woman Vitamin. Um, and so that's this one. So, of course, I just take one a day. I've been through like two bottles of these. If not, if this is the third one, I don't really remember. But that. And then their fermented zinc complex. This is why I feel like I just don't get sick like that anymore. Somewhere between both of these. But especially the zinc. I don't play about that. And then, of course, you know, every now and then these little um, health aid vitamin C or citrus immune boost because it has zinc as well and added vitamin C and it's just oh my goodness living probiotics de detoxifying acids natural antioxidants defense boost it's just oh god it's so good oh Jesus I thank you that these things exist because Lord have mercy and so those are my favorites that go in the body now on the outside I have two my well, I'm thinking, I'm going to share one. I don't know why I feel like doing that, but I'm just going to share one. This is the Summer Fridays Butter Balm in Vanilla Beige. That's what I have on now. So if you like a little natural sleigh, this is she. It smells delectable. I enjoy, every time I open it up, I'm like, it's <laughs> literally how I feel. And it's just so smooth. It really is a butter bomb. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I put it on at 8 in the morning. I never have to reapply till 8 at night. It's definitely not like that. You're going to reapply this a good couple times throughout the day. But it's an, it's an enjoyable experience. And so that, again, that's the Summer Fridays butter bomb in vanilla beige. Okay, now for the things that enter our minds and hearts. Two books. Um, mind you, I haven't finished either of these, but they're just so scrumdiddlyumptious that I had to share them. And if you find, if I find out that, like, I'm not a fan, I'm gonna let you know. I'm going to. Um, what is that? 
it. Praise the Lord. Okay. Number one. This is probably actually my favorite book of all time now. And I'm telling you, I haven't finished it. But if it if it keeps going the way that it's going, this is my favorite book of all time. I know, you got a sneak peek. That's kind of weird, but it's called Adoration by Martha Kilpatrick. <laughs> this book will change your life. I've heard a lot of stories over the years about Mary and Martha and, Mar and Mary anointing the feet of Jesus. Okay, great, we get it. We villainize Martha. Boo, Martha, workaholic. Yay, Mary, seeker. But this breaks it down and also reminds us that Jesus loves Martha. Okay, we're not going to villainize Martha in these streets. But this book is literally so good. Um, I'm going to read you a little excerpt about that. Because it's weird with book reviews because it's like it's, someone will sit down and be like, you know, it's such a good book. Okay, why? Um, this book is helpful medicine for heart posture. I think that's the best way I can say that. And really taking a deep dive into the blessedness of Mary's decision. And also examining ourselves because more times than not, we lean to be like Martha and we want to defend Martha because Martha is us. And so this book, it's not, it doesn't, it's very convicting. That's what I'll say. There's, I'll read you one of my favorite quotes um, that had to do with Martha. If I can find it, that would be so amazing. I just have so much stuff highlighted in here. It's kind of nutty. Um, oh, yes. Oh, Jesus. So this one's about just work and not love, I guess. Um, it's on page 21. Again, if for copywriting issues, I do not own the rights to this book. I'm just sharing an excerpt. Um, but it says, work is a sorry God whose reward is always strangely empty and never pays the wage of love that is anticipated. Yet our faith in God is not discouraged by its dead proffer. We still feed it our highest concentration and our finest energy, though it devours always more. Living to work, living for work, pays only sour bewilderment because God is not impressed. Any fool can spin and call it noble work, mindless labor, even horses do. Work is humanity's measure of a person's worth. He is weighed on the scale of productivity, and the more he slaves, the more significant he is reckoned. The more he can be a martyr to labor, the more sympathy or admiration he gains and that brief attention in his final wage, but it pays, but it is pay that buys nothing for tomorrow. Martha's work was meant to gain acclaim and earn his attention. She was buying his admiration, paying for his love, but he was not for sale and she felt cheated. So she thought she would help him see her petulant, Lord, do you not care, was a whine of self-pity and a shameless insult to his love. It was Martha who did not care about him. We are always exposed by how we accuse God. I sat in the prayer room reading this and highlighting, and I was like, okay, yeah. Adoration by Martha Kilpatrick, you can find on Amazon, I think Prime for like 10 bucks. Amazing show, stop being incredible, and has not been seen or done before. Read this book. Now, this one I've really, I have not broken a lot of ground, because this, this is a hefty one. 
Um, it's called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. Also a severely convicting read made me feel like I have been living life in the fast lane or at least desiring to all the time and I like to think that I enjoy the slower things in life but this book has been reading me for filth um, which I'm so thankful for because it shows you how the how hurriedness impacts your spiritual life because it's one thing to like make simple mistakes like in the natural like oh you rush the brush you throw away the paint but when you get to the nitty-gritty of it and realize how this is how we're wired because of even the creation of the clock like John Mark Comer he's like a in my mind I love his writing he writes a lot like my dad where they're like research driven people and aren't just gonna just be saying things to say them like there's research backed up on why he says the things he does wonderful revelation from the lord beautiful book on why you have to get rid of hurry in your life um and just the overwhelming theme that jesus is just not in a hurry so we don't need to be either and to let that bless our lives wonderful wonderful book um did i just go through my favorites Oh no, I didn't want to do some music ones. Ooh, do 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 do. Sorry, I need to respond to this text. Two albums. Okay. Where is it? Where is it? This one right here. I am thoroughly obsessed with this album. It is the Love Secrets album by John Mark Pantana. This album, did I say book? I hope not. This album is so tender. Like the whole month for like Valentine's Day, February, it was just me and this album. And I still listen to it pretty much every day. It's just so tendering. And John Mark Pantana is just really, really good at revealing the heart of the father. Like he had this encounter with the Lord where like liquid love from God encountered him. And he's been wrecked for anything else ever since. And he relays it so well in his music. is literally like love songs to and from the creator. And it's just so beautiful. Um, definitely give that album a listen. Um, oh, a podcast, actually. I really enjoy the Compelled podcast. Um, Paul Hastings hosts it and super well produced. One of my good friends put me onto this. And it's pretty much just testimonies. Really, really beautiful. Um, oh, also, Claudia Asaki, I-S-A-K-I, Claudia Asaki, she's like, I think she's French, or at least she just lives in France right now, makes beautiful, like, chill Christian music, super amazing just for, like, you know, you're doing your makeup, you're cooking, whatever, just Claudia Asaki through and through. These days, I really like starting my um, drives and whatnot with Jonathan Ogden. Um, also, he'll make some instrumental lo-fi things. Some things are just him singing. Oh, I know that's going to sound bad. I just scraped the mic. I'm so sorry. Um, other ones are like him just singing scripture, and it's so beautiful. I love me some Jonathan Ogden. My two favorites would probably be um, Psalm 91 and UC. Also, I don't know what the name of the one where he sings about psalm 8 is though i don't remember off the top of my head but that's also a very 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 good one um and then by by nature anything upper room if you're just looking for good worship um to drive around to soak in lay down sleep to run to walk to 
live and breathe to <laughs> find a good upper room set. I really love Pour My Love and I Want to Know You at the moment. And I think that's all for like my music listenables. Hmm. Yeah. And so I think that's all my favorites. I hope you enjoyed that. If you did, let me know. I'd be glad to do it again. I think I'm always just finding new things that make my heart sing. But yeah, and just a pep talk. Um, I don't know if you are working now, if you're in school, whatever. I mostly want to encourage those who have like finals and whatnot coming up. Finish strong, babes. The Lord is with you. Put your hands to the plow. Just work. Work unto the Lord. Don't stress yourself out. You're not in that much control of your life, if any at all. Um, either obviously, you know, study. Do your work. You are in control of that part. Don't. I'm looking at you. <laughs> Don't just say I'm done because you're over it. Um, ask the Lord for blueprints for success towards the end. Pray for that and for strength. I pray for strength for you guys. Oh my goodness. I, I This is like my first semester and a good couple of semesters not being like in a university finals week. I'm coming up on the last two, three weeks of ministry school. So I don't feel like the stress, um, but I know that can feel incredibly taxing in that space. So I'll be praying for you guys. Finish strong. This is going to be like a random pep talk. <laughs> if you're working, keep working unto the Lord. If you're stay-at-home mothering, keep doing that. The Lord sees you in that. Um, he's with you. He's in what seems to be the mundane. He knows how to make a wonderland out of the mundane trust in God, have a good time, honor the Lord, have a good hot beverage, make sure that you do something that stimulates your mind every now and then. Um, and yeah, that kind of just concludes this episode. I had a lot of fun. Um, let me know if you did too. And yeah, I love you guys so much. I'm your host, Rebecca Ince, and thank you for listening to another episode of the Unto Podcast.